Welcome to Build with Rob. It is Rob Deerdeck. Our episode today is a very heartfelt uh, episode. It's it's all about our do or die or visionary uh, foundation and our partnership with the Five Ventures. We partnered with them with their program, and and we have the CEO of of the Five Ventures on the show today. That's going to explain sort of their work that they do with previously incarcerated to teach them how to be the CEOs of their new lives and run them through entrepreneur boot camps to give them a chance to learn the skills necessary to build their own companies. And what we did with the five ventures is then we did a see it, believe it, do it challenge where we donated 20,000 to defy for their program. And then an additional 20,000 to defy for prize non-dilutive capital as prize, uh, for graduates from their bootcamp program. And I oh, man, amazing. Amazing, very cool. You know, we have the winner of the See It, Believe It, Do It challenge on the show today. And you'll hear from her and and her vision for creating that meatball collective catering service. And she has a compelling and incredible story. Um, This is a woman that spent many years addicted to drugs, in and out of prison, really was truly felt hopeless and and really kind of found her sort of second opportunity and through the prison system of basically, you know, trying to get the incarcerated to think about becoming entrepreneurs and then ultimately taking that path, turning her life around and then getting into the Defy program and really... Um, learning all aspects of business to develop this new uh, business that she created, uh, that Meatball Collective. And, 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 and I think what you'll find incredibly fascinating about this is this is seemingly someone that how could they possibly go from from so deep and in such a dark place to evolve into being able to to create a viable potentially thriving business through a program like this without any entrepreneurial experience and and it really makes me think about anyone that ever chooses to build a business Think about that business through the lens of how capable you are of actually executing that business. Does your knowledge, does your skill set, does your understanding of the market, uh, the idea, and ultimately what you're trying to achieve and the customers you're trying to find, does it fit with you? You know, does it fit with your natural skill set, your natural ability, and do you understand it? Because I think what you'll find today is despite coming from such a, a difficult, dark place, she created a business off of a product that she had already created and, and shared with other people in her family for many years and understood how to actually create and execute it and then went out and learned everything she could about this business and really has the belief at the beginning here that she can actually achieve this business because she built a tactical plan that she understands that's intuitive to her and that she can actually go out and achieve you know and and I just think it's one of those things that entrepreneurs always always underestimate you know like you know you want to create something because it's a good idea and you you think more about the idea than whether or not that idea is the right fit for you. And I am more guilty about it 
than any other person. You know, for for many years, I would, I would, I was one of those entrepreneurs that would start companies and things I knew nothing about, because I would just sort of make up in my head like how successful it was going to become only because of the idea, nothing to do with how the industry worked, no knowledge in, in the economics or how to even create a viable business. And one of them that comes to mind is my run with PJ's Undependent Hip Hop Records. Uh, one of my very early ventures was a hip hop hip hop record label. And I I marvel at the fact of of how I thought I was going to transition from skateboarding to being a music mogul. I was transitioning from being a professional skateboarder at like 23, 24 years old into being a music mogul with literally zero knowledge of the music industry. Nothing. Not not one aspect of it. I partnered with a um, friend of mine. The great DJ Grayboy, who was producing records and 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 creating uh, different tracks with different hip hop artists, and I was like, okay, he's making the track, you know. Um, we just got to put this into an album and sell this, and and that's it. I'm a music mogul, you know. And man, I it, it's funny to think, but when I when I when I can land myself in the position of of how I thought it was going to be so cool and so amazing and, and how I literally never made a dime, never made it work, didn't understand how to make it work, just made bad decision after bad decision and, and tried to piggyback on his experience and what he had ultimately developed. But, you know, despite making some amazing music, it was a business that I did not understand, that I never, never made work and ultimately lost a lot of money in. And never became the music mogul that I had envisioned. And, and it's just a really, really good example of like choosing to do a business in something that was not a natural fit for my expertise, like even my experience at the time. And, you know, even worse, I was attempting to do a business in, in, an, in an industry that I didn't know at all. Because I I thought that it was bigger and more exciting, and oh, it's music. Music's so much bigger than skateboarding. Like uh, whatever it is, I'll just uh, end up uh, getting super rich because of that. You know, like that is like the mentality that I brought to uh, developing that record label. You know, and, and so so you know, again, always think about that. If you're even thinking about a new idea, thinking about a new company, how, how does your experience uh, and expertise lend to giving you a better chance at understanding how to build a tactical plan to give you more belief that ultimately gives you the opportunity to find the success that you're trying to create? And look, today is a, it's a unique episode, you know, really, really, uh, important for us down here to give back and, and support the underrepresented uh, communities through the Do or Die or Visionary Foundation. And and for us, it's just about like connecting with, you know, these these amazing programs like Defy that that find, you know, sort of these driven do or dyers and give them an opportunity to educate them. And, and ultimately, we're a cherry on top. You know, this group made it through the program. Um, and then we gave them additional non-dilutive capital on top of um, the education that they got through the through the program to just give them 
a chance and and you'll you you're gonna hear from the CEO of Defy and really understand the program and and you know anything you could do to support it in any way, shape, or form. If you're an entrepreneur and want to be a mentor, you want to donate, all that stuff. I think it's um, you know, anything to support these great foundations that are really changing people's lives. Um, it is always worth time, effort, and money. Uh, that's why we're here supporting it. Um, so look forward to to hearing from Andrew, and then eventually our winner, Carol. And 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 I know you're you're really going to enjoy it, and it's it's incredibly compelling, both from the foundation and their work to to Carol's life story, and ultimately uh, her shot here uh, to to bring the meatball collective alive. Let's bring in Andrew. Andrew Glazer, CEO and president of Defy Ventures. Welcome to Build with Rob. Awesome. Thanks. So glad to be here. Ah, look, I, I just can't thank you enough. Um, I'm honored to be able to partner uh, the Do or Dire Visionary Foundation along with Defy. Um, you know, could you, for our listeners, explain uh, sort of the mission of Defy and all the different programs and, 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 and the success that you guys have kind of seen? Uh, from doing the program so they can really get an understanding of of what what defy does yeah awesome thanks um i'm super excited to be here so uh, i mentioned i'm andrew ceo president of five ventures uh, and defy ventures is a national nonprofit organization and what we offer is personal development career readiness and entrepreneurship programming for currently and formerly incarcerated uh, adults um so we work with men women young adults uh, we work in a lot of prisons around the country in seven states. Um, but hopefully, we'll be in about 20, 21 this year. And then when people come home, uh, we provide them with continued support for uh, their uh, getting a career, being successful in, in reentry. And then for those who want to pursue their entrepreneurial endeavors, uh, then we help them start a business. But this entrepreneurship theme runs through everything we do because what we believe is that an entrepreneurial mindset is an incredibly transformative and powerful mindset because it makes you believe that you can do things. You have unique gifts and talents. You got something to contribute. Um, so we've been around about 11 years. And, and during that time, um, we've worked with over 6,000 uh, entrepreneurs in training, as we call the people that we work with. Um, and uh, we've, seen, we've seen over 150 businesses start um, uh, through our program. Um, and we have an employment rate of just about 84%, uh, which you know bests the national average by quite a bit for folks coming home from prison. Um, and we see very, very few people uh, returning to prison after completing the program and coming home. Yeah. And, and look, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. And I, and I do agree, like, and why I connect so much with the program is like, you know, just even be beginning to see your life through the lens of like how a business would be structured and, and just learning, getting even a bit of education on, on how to pursue a venture could be all that somebody needs to be able to go out and actually do it. And, and I think, you know, for us, you know, you already do such a great program of, of educating and supporting. And that's why we wanted to be able to like, oh, what can we do to jump on top of that? And by offering um, this sort of program, uh, you know, essentially giving them uh, non-dilutive capital to kind of pursue this this particular dream, and and so we ended up with a handful of finalists um, that have gone through your program and made it through our see it believe it do it challenge, and I they were so great, man. 
I, I'm I'm just so thankful because you know it's kind of an experiment of it working and just just seeing the videos and how committed and how truly like they change their lives through the Defy program. Their lives are truly changed, and you can see that um, in these videos. So I, I just I just love what you guys are doing, and 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 very very thankful. Well, I appreciate that. We had a lot of fun doing it. I know if, you know for the if, for the entrepreneurs and training the EITs right when they make these videos. Um, it's a big step, right? I think for um, a lot of people who haven't been through kind of the entrepreneurial process, right? Putting yourself out there in that way and like laying that stuff bare, that's a lot to do that. And it's a huge confidence builder when they can do it. But the fact there was a little bit of capital uh, for them, which is really meaningful. Uh, I mean, coming home from prison, like it's not like you can bootstrap yourself, right? Yeah. With, you know, y- your credit's terrible. Um, you know, you may not have friends and family that are available to support you. So having an opportunity like this is really a big deal. Um, and it really just kind of is a, a confidence booster of like, look, you can make this and you can put yourself out there and nothing bad's going to happen. In fact, something good's going to happen. Yeah. And that's um, it's a really big deal. Yeah. And and look, I, I, you know, I even think about our winner, Carol, not only was she passionate and committed and like, man, like really like, Hey, I've been through, uh, addiction in prison for many years, but I'm not allowing it to define me. Like I, um, have a vision for what I, I think is possible. And, and what I found most compelling is she also got incredibly tactical on what she would do with the money. And to me, that's really special. And, and I think is what really makes this particular winner and this program even more special because she did fight to get the yeah. money to get a kitchen to be able to produce her right. product. And, and this $10,000 in additional capital is really going to like help jumpstart what she's already put a ton of, of effort and vision towards. Which I think is a, another another aspect uh, of your guys' program of getting her prepared and teaching her uh, that that makes it mm-hmm. even that much more special and plausible that she's going to go out and find success here. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You know. So you know, my question to you is is like, how can people support? Uh, defy like what what can they do to get connected um to donate what what are all the things that people can do that are entrepreneurs or people that just want to help support it where can they go to support defy yeah great place to start is our website www.defyventures.org um, and you can see all about our program you can volunteer there because we are uh, restarting we were shut down a little bit through covid but we're getting back up and running um in, in most of the states that we're in already uh, so would love to have you join. Sounds weird. Join me in prison sometime. Uh, you know, when we're able to do the uh, do the coaching because we provide the coaching with volunteers on personal development, on the resume, personal statement, and their business ideation. We have a pitch competition in prison. One day, Rob, you're going to come inside with me and judge one of those pitch competitions. Um, and uh, and then you know, certainly, you know, we are a nonprofit, so we we run with the generosity of others. Um, and so if there's folks who are excited about what we're doing. We would very much welcome you, grateful for any any level of financial support to help us provide this program. We have big plans to grow this thing, and we're in seven states right now. I want to be in forty states in the next ten years, um, and uh, so those are different ways. And then when you volunteer, right, you get this opportunity to, you know, uh, provide some of your skills. And we we have virtual opportunities to volunteer as well through our uh, through through our entrepreneurship boot camp program, which is what Carol came through. Um, 
And uh, for folks who get really excited and have some solid business background, we have even kind of one-on-one mentorship opportunities that people can can volunteer. There's lots of ways to help and you can do it one time, you can do it in an ongoing way, but we'd love to have you. And I promise anybody who volunteers, it will change your life to do it. Uh, You just, I mean, there's nothing like it to really see and bring into perspective, you know, our own lives and, and, you know, whatever we have or haven't had and, um, and how those things kind of come together in different ways. Yeah, look, I absolutely love it. Again, to everybody out there, you're about to meet Carol, uh, the winner of the See It, Believe It, Do It Challenge. Uh, but but if you are an entrepreneur, uh, if you want to support this amazing program and help them continue to grow and scale, go to defyventures.org and, and do anything you can. Uh, of course, for us, we love it. We want to be long-term partners and comp- continue to do the See It, Believe It, Do It Challenge for years to come. This is our very first one, incredibly successful and, and excited to, to talk to Carol about her life vision and business vision yeah. and, and ultimately uh, her, her brighter and more amazing future for because of your program. So uh, thanks for coming on and we're, we're going to meet Carol and, and, and take the next step here in our See It, Believe It, Do It challenge. So Andrew, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Immensely grateful for, uh, for you being involved and I uh, and, uh, can't wait to see you again sometime soon. All right, be good. Carol Madonia, welcome to Build with Rob. And congratulations, you are the winner of the See It, Believe It, Do It Challenge. Congratulations. Thank you so very much and mahalo. Much gratitude. Hey, look, I I you know, I couldn't wait to 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 meet you. Not only did, was I struck by your video, but I our uh program director here at the Doer Dyer Visionary Foundation. Uh, actually recorded when he called to let you know that you were the winner of the See It, Believe It, Do It challenge. And it was so funny. It was just so, I, I knew from that, that, that you got to get out of here. What the bleep and a beep and a beep. I knew uh, how excited he did. He did. And, and you know, because he wanted to share it with me. You know what I mean? So I could see it because it's, I, I knew that it would be, a meaningful for you. And, and, you know, for me, I just really, really think above all, you really deserved it. You know, I think, you know, what you've kind of gone through and, and been able to like achieve over the last 18 months, and then ultimately put together a vision and a plan uh, that would actually be able to take this $10,000 first prize and actually go make a run at building a sustainable, successful business because you really got the core of the business down pat on kind of what you're trying to achieve. Um, But look, what I would love for you to do is lay out for the people listening the vision for your company, the meatball, excuse me, that meatball collective. Please lay out the vision for the people. Okay. The vision for that meatball collective and catering services, um, you know, I was telling uh, earlier uh, that my biggest word that I've learned in this entrepreneurship is pivot. Uh, When something's not working, you got to pivot, adapt. My biggest strength, I believe, is um, resilience. Um, I've been through a lot and um, I know I was a career woman for 30 years. I was a funeral director by trade. I did that for 30 years, did everything under the sun in the funeral home except own my own business. Um, I learned how to network. I've learned how to deal with people of all kinds of, um, in all stages of the bereavement process, um, networking, uh, sales. It's, it's all in there. 
Like, um, and plus, uh, I'm a big, compassionate, loving, giving person. Um, unfortunately, I got hurt on the job and I had a couple of surgeries and I got addicted to painkillers. And uh, that ended my career as a funeral director and began a 10-year phase of where I completely lost my soul, my humanity, my love of myself, the love of my children, uh, just the ability to be a human being. Like, it was gone. I was, I was just into a spot where I, I honestly never, I didn't think I'd be alive right now. Yeah. Um, I've overdosed seven times. I shouldn't be here. Um, but I know God has a purpose for me. And while I was incarcerated, um, this program came in, a reentry program. It was called um, uh, New Hour for Women and Children of Long Island. So out of the 20 separate times I was uh, arrested and I've only did time four separate times, but I met this organization on several occasions. So like you're in and out of your detoxing, you're, you're not with it. But I remember this story that they told me of this lady who killed her attacker. Um, she spent 20 years upstate New York. Um, they, they, they let her out and she can't find a job. She can't get hired. She can't do anything. The stigma that comes along with being incarcerated, and especially when you, uh, you're beating a murder charge. So um, she always loved cooking. She realized while she was inside that um, coming to get people come together with food for everything. That makes the whole difference. So my vision, the food was started to hit me while I was incarcerated. I heard her story. So she decided to take matters in her own hands and she developed Reentry Rocks. It's a organization through her catering company where she takes women that have been previously incarcerated and gives them the skills and the ability to believe in themselves again, that they could come out and actually own their own business and, and make a difference. Now, she didn't care whether you had to give back or not. She just wanted you to be self-sufficient and not have to rely on the corporation world to to uh, go out and, and get yourself together and not go back in and out, in and out, in and out. That's what happened to me. Uh, recidivism is another big word of mine. Um, so I, I, I learned about Sharon through, through this thing. And then my last stint in the jail, uh, they came back again. So here they are every time over the course of 10 years doing their thing, preaching reentry re rocks. Um, and it kind of stuck in my brain this time. So when I got out, I did everything I didn't, wasn't going to do. I got a sponsor, went to a sober house, started doing heavy duty outpatient therapy. I put the work in. Yep. And the last time when I was, I was homeless, sitting on a bench, I was hungry, I was cold and I was just, I was soulless. This lady comes up to me and she hands me a hot meal. I looked at her and I'm like, thank you. And, and then I started to cry and she's like, well, why are you crying? I'm like, because I still matter. If yeah. somebody come up to me and hands me, like I looked like I just walked out of the civil war, like seriously, like um, it, it, it was a sad scene, but to know that my life still mattered after all this, it sparked a fucking energy in me that I, I really started to fight back. And I'm like, this is my time. 
I'm going to put the work in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So over the course of this past three years, I did relapse once, but I can proudly say I have 17 months of sobriety. So um, I got into, I, I remembered Sharon. I remembered Reentry Rocks. I, I applied for her program and I got in. Now, it wasn't until a couple of months into the program, I realized this was the lady they were talking about when I was incarcerated. So here I am in front of her. God put me right smack in the middle. Mm. And I was like a little schoolgirl. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So um, now I'm still like when you're in early sobriety, it's very hard to um, to put together a day, let alone months. So like just with a lot of hard work, Rob, let me tell you. It started to click. I found yoga. I found meditation. Uh, my children are here in Florida. I moved out of New York back to Florida. Um, I started going to the beach every day. That's how I keep sane and sober. With the with the with a great mentor, my yoga instructor, I was able to get off seventeen different meds. I was able to um, just have the ability to know that my life is meaning something now. Like I am here for a reason. And I developed through Defy Ventures. I entered their program because Sharon from Reentry Rocks is a Defy graduate, who knew? So I looked up Defy, I found Kyle and Terrell and I interviewed for them and um, I, I got accepted. And so I started out as a meatball truck. It was gonna be that meatball truck. And then you realize, okay, $50,000 is, is kind of hard. So pivot, changing the round of structure, the business plan gets changed over a million times. So finally, I come up with the vision of I'm going to do corporate catering. Now, I worked a bunch of um, weddings and things of that nature with Sharon. That's something that's it's not my wheelhouse. <laughs> I knew by working those events, that's not what I want to do. (laughs) But corporate catering to me, um, I've worked in doctor's offices, funeral homes. Um, They order, you get on a rotation, people order, you get a good clientele. It's a Monday through Friday gig. And then you can expand from there. You can start doing uh, PR launches. You can start doing uh, uh, boat parties, yacht parties. Uh, You know, you could travel with this kind of a thing and uh, make a difference. So I took a job as a delivery dude, and um, I started to learn the lay of the land here in my area. Started to learn which big corporations order food every week, which ones, you know, uh, tip well, which ones, uh, what kind of food they're liking. So I started putting in the footwork. And then um, I took a job at a five-star restaurant as a delivery person through them as they do a lot of corporate um, parties as well. So now I'm getting the the feel for a corporate kitchen, a commercial kitchen. I see all the vendors coming in and out. I see how the line works. The energy is exciting. I'm so pumped up. Like I'm this tiny little delivery driver, but you know what? It's like I was a spy. (laughs) I'm in there and I'm like, okay, this is what works. This is what, what this product, that, that. So I'm taking notes. I'm learning everything I can from the ground up. Um, then hey listen I, to me listen to me yeah. listen to me you just went hard for like an entire like a deep story for for eight solid minutes and and i'm sorry and no i i didn't even want to stop you i wanted you to keep going because every step of the way it got even more compelling to me and <laughs> all i like i like i'm i 
I knew you were the person who needed to win this, but now it's that times a thousand. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I just, it's your, how much you had to fight through to even be able to like get to the space of like, what can I, what do I even need to learn to know what I can even do in the first place? Uh, And then going through the process of knowing like weddings aren't it and oh, this corporate angle, this is you you started thinking of all these different aspects of how it was a good fit for you. Because you know, man, if I can just have the same, if I can get 10 clients that order a a handful of times in a week, like then I'm delivering in the week. I know what I need to make. I, uh, that'll give me just enough money uh, to be able to sustain myself because at the end of the day, I would assume that is the the real vision, right? Of like, how do I become self-sustainable with creating and selling this product that I know is amazing and that people want, man, you yeah. really, really did it. And then, and then for me as someone that knows how important, could never imagine the battle that it actually takes to, to, to fight through that from that deep down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I just, I know that it it's so hard to, to, to fight through life's highs and lows without being trapped below daylight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah. to get just uh, beyond that and then continually to evolve and grow into what you're teaching yourself and naturally and intuitively guiding yourself to being more healthy and taking care of like your mind, body, and soul now that you've got it back has really created the harmony that's given you the clarity to, to, as you say, discover the word pivot, but really it's just, you are just adapting. It's like, cause you, you, you learn what you don't know uh, when you start a business, cause you, you have an idea, but without the knowledge of actually experiencing it, you don't even know where would I sell it? What would they pay for it? When, when would it deliver? These are all those things that, yeah. that you had to discover. So I, I again, I, I didn't want to, I wanted to let you live and keep cooking. Uh, cause it is an, an, an amazing story, but, yeah. but man, I'm proud of you. I don't even know you. I'm super proud of you. I'm thankful for oh, you. That, and, that and, means a lot to me. and I'm just, I'm thankful that you won this. I'm thankful that you became a part of Defy and made it to this, you know? So, and, and again, tell us where, where you landed on, how you landed and chose meatballs in the first place. Well, uh, my roots are Italian. And um, always in the kitchen with my grandma and um, always had the love of cooking. I know food is extremely important in any culture. Um, I just remember um, my ex-husband and I making meatballs and we have a friend of ours that's a a Michelin chef and we had him over for dinner and I remember giving him the meatballs and he's like, I got to have this on my menu. This is crazy. And I'm talking like this is the year 2000. Mm-hmm. So it's like 20 years ago. Now he's still in business. He's not too far from me. Um, uh, so to know that he's eating this and he's loving it, you know, through him, I met like Joe Pesci and Shannon Briggs and a bunch of like uh, uh, boxers and, and hockey players. And he's got like a 10 table restaurant, mm-hmm. no menu. It's mm-hmm. whatever he can get at the market. It's fresh. So I know a compliment from him was I was on to something. And that's where I tried to open a meatball truck 20 years ago, but that was before the internet. And it's it's very hard. So I gave up. Now having uh Defy Ventures in my pocket, oh my God, like the 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 intense schooling that you go through, uh developing your idea, MVPs, um, the KPIs, the 
all of the uh, financial modeling, the business plan, it, it's a lot to take in, yeah. but they give you step by step. And I was listening to your first episode of uh, Build with Rob, and I'm like, wow. I, I was like, do I fit his criteria? Probably not. It's not a consumer product. I said, but yeah. fuck, everybody's got to eat. So <laughs> technically it's a product. And um, my motto is I got balls mm. and uh, I do salmon meatballs, vegan meatballs, Italian, Greek, Asian, Thai. Like, so there's a flavor for anybody. Um, I can do a, just a lunch portion or I can cater for up to a hundred people, if not more. So I've learned that um, definitely people have to eat regardless. Yeah. Uh, this COVID thing was, uh, it put a lot of people out of business, but it, it drove delivery sales yeah. through the roof. So I've partnered with DoorDash, Delivery Dudes, Grubhub, uh, Google Business, my own website, um, Uber Eats, and I'm going to go live June 20th. Okay. Um, it's do or die, man. This is yeah. it. <laughs> the morning, the morning I found out I won this money, uh, I was talking to the owner of the kitchen because I'm renting a kitchen. Yeah. I can't afford a brick and mortar. Yeah. So I'm going to start small, think big. You know. Um, he says to me, you know, when are you going to start? You know, it's been a couple of months. Uh, should I save your spot? And I'm like, listen, Nolan. It's do or die, man. Let's just do it. I'm going to go live this month. I'm going to give you your $800 rent and I'm going to make it happen. And so I'm walking around on the beach and do or die. I'm like, holy, f that just like clicked in my brain. Like, and I submitted the video and I'm like, this is crazy. Like now I like, it takes a while for shit to click with me sometimes, you yeah. know, between you know, all the problems that I've had in the past and then um, my age, obviously, but uh then I get the call with Kyle and I find out and it just, it was like God in the universe. I put it out there. I manifested it. And I said, you know, I'm going to, this is going to happen. And yeah. Hey, look. The word that you <laughs> yeah. It's, it's how it works. You know what I mean? It, it is. It, it, it's like, it you got to have a, energy. Bro. And it's like, you, you put in the work, you develop the plan. Defy is such a great program because they can help someone like you, like learn all these things and think through all these things. You just would have never been able to think about without that support. And all that does is when you get that clarity, like now, you know what you needed money for because you know yeah. exactly what you would do with it and what it was. And you took right. that leap of faith and then the universe yeah. answered, uh, which, which I live my life by, you know, and, and it, and it's, it's, it's super inspiring and both humbling. And I'm just thankful that, that our worlds could collide in that way, that it could be part of your journey at just the right time. You know what I mean? It is crazy. Now, eventually with the help of your $10,000 that you awarded me, um, I want to develop a re-entry program for yeah. previously incarcerated individuals and people that are suffering from drug addiction. Um, if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to uh, come in and do whatever it takes to get your hands dirty, empty trash, clean toilets, whatever you got to do, roll meatballs, I don't care. I'm going to give you the opportunity through some educational programming, work with my local AA group, work with the local NA group, um, and have a solid foundation for these folks, just like I got. Yeah. You know, mine started a jail cell, and then I put the time and energy in, and I actually learned about yoga and meditation in jail. I was in a program, and 
I, I never thought that I would adapt to the yogi lifestyle, um, <laughs> but it is the most absolute. I preach this with a big passion, self-care. Yeah, I have to do self-care and practice it every day because if I'm not taking care of this, nobody else can be taken care of. Yeah. So I definitely want to have that into my uh, my business, a reentry program, offer employment to previously incarcerated people. And then um, maybe, you know, my vision is to have um, meatball trucks and my meatballs all over, you know, all over the world and in the stores so that people can buy them for scalability. You know, it's possible. It's doable. Um, I've had a bunch of clients throughout this last year. And I, I don't think I've had one complaint about the food. So I know the food is a, it's a high quality product. Um, I know it's going to take off. What I wanted to ask you, my biggest question was, I have that fear. You know, I, I got to open June 20th and the fear is there. It's, it's not a hesitant. I think it's a healthy fear. Like, how do you... How do you get over that threshold when I walk through the door for the first time and I said, I'm going to start cooking? Like, I just want to make sure that I want to be able to give back to people like I was given back to. Like, how do you keep yourself going? Yeah. You know, look, I don't think you ever can get get through that fear. The only way to get through that fear is through sales. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, and and it's it's why I, I think like. You, you know you got the product. You know you can make it. it. It's now about consistency of that sales to build belief in you that, hey, we can really build something sustainable and then scalable, and I'm going to be able to help so many people. And I think it's important that you um, you know, you, you, you go to all of these different, um, potential clients, uh, within a driving radius so that you can really, um, you know, connect with them, share with them your sort of story and your mission. And because I think a lot of people, your, your, your meatballs are going to back it up and then like, they're going to know, feel good about supporting you and your cause. And, and again, I, I think it's, you know you got the product. You know you're cooking. Now it's a matter of of figuring out all the ways to tell your story and get consistent business right, and and get that revenue above everything. Like because that's going to be the one thing that that keeps you up and puts the most pressure on you is yeah. really getting to that. And and to me, it's it's you know it's a matter of of knowing that that becomes the priority until until you have sustainability you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's I've, I've one watched more you and yeah. your branding ability you're like a fucking genius when it comes to branding yeah what i mean even the people that are, are are younger like i would say i got a 19 year old i'm like do you know who rob derdick is and they're like who when i say ridiculousness like oh yeah. i'm like okay i said there we go yeah so it your branding ability like no matter what it was, Fantasy Factory, your skateboarding career, um, the do or die or now, like I was so, I I had no idea, like this, you know, I've was gone for 10 years, you know, forgive me, but coming back to reality, I'm so happy to see your face. (laughs) Um, Um, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Well, look, I know that. Hey, I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you. And look, and I, I, I try to never stop getting better. 
You know, I, I try to continue to evolve every day and every single year. I don't take anything I have for granted. I try to continually evolve and, and change. And as my life changes, change my goals and plans and continue to allow them to expand as I expand. I take, I, I try to, to, to focus on living a balanced, harmonious, high quality existence, you know, and, Mm. and, and yeah. never, ever um, lose sight of the fact of how absolutely, truly lucky I am. You know what I mean? Mm. And yeah. and continually just trying to be the best version of myself and or a better version of myself every day. And it's, yeah. and it's not about never falling backwards. It's about one thing I can guarantee you is that over the last 20 years, every year I am better than I was the year before, you know? And it, Amen. and it's really yeah. by the end of the year, like, can I look back at my year and know that I'm better than the year before? And then I got better and better at doing that. And yeah. then, then I began to like, in, in that way of thinking is what has allowed me to be able to evolve into so many different things and do so many different things over a very long period of time because I just keep getting, um, expanding into life, gaining more knowledge, getting better and better yeah. at all aspects, whether it was business or television or skateboarding at the time. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just implore that you stay strong. That you continue, that you have the right mission, you have the right framework, you have the right goal, you have the clarity, you have the opportunity, you have the story, um, and you're building the belief in yourself every step of the way. And, and I think you just keep pushing and pushing and set, set your goal to sustainability. Be like, I want to sell this many meatballs per month, uh, and that would be true happiness for me. And understand right. that your meatballs would cost you this much, your kitchen would cost you this much, it would cost you this much to deliver yeah. it. I need this right. much support from employees. Like, get yourself to that place of sustainability and let that be that the your number one goal. Because even even for me, right, I'm, you know, you would seemingly look at it like, oh, you know, you got all this money and, and, and you've had all this success, but I still built a plan to sustainability above all, because that was, that gave me the peace and the foundation for me to take risks off of and be able to, um, uh, try to do things bigger, knowing that I would, I still had a sustainable base to, to play from, you know, because when you, when you don't have that, then you're yeah. you're stressing. Every week matters. Yeah. You know you you want to figure out a way to, to get to that. And I, I know you know live. that. Yeah, I don't want to have to live uh, week to week with that kind of a, a burden on me. But I like what you said in your episode one. How you know liquidity at the end of the day. Yeah. You know uh, you don't want to have to like invest in a hundred companies and hope one of them works. You know, yeah. like each person you take on. Like, I really loved your drive and your vision in episode one. Like, I felt, I felt it with you, you yeah. know, like I got pumped up. So now I'm like, I'm on a mission to listen to the rest of the podcast. And um, I, I am amazed. And I know for a fact, you definitely got balls. So yeah. <laughs> you started from nothing. You put many horse in your fucking house. Yeah, like, come on. a bad idea. Crazy. That was a bad idea. And you... <laughs> Like you're able to take the fucking craziest ideas 
and market them. Yeah. And and some were hit, some were missed, but you know what? You figured out that formula. Like, what do you call it? The machine? Yeah. Um, machine method. You, Machine method, exactly. Yeah. So you, you, you're figuring it out. I don't know how many of, uh, businesses you've helped thus far, but I'm sure like whatever you put your mind to with somebody else that's driven like you, um, I feel that energy from you and I'm taking it in and I'm going to go forward with it because, and then hopefully in six months from now, we'll check back in and, you know, I'll be making a, a shitload of sales and um, I'll have that same passion, if not more to uh, continue to just grow and scale up and, um, you know, make stuff happen for people. It's not just about me anymore. It's about helping my community, you know? Yeah. And look, um, I have no doubt that you're going to do it. You, you got, you got the, you got the framework, you got the, the idea, the idea is understandable to you. You know what you need to do to make it successful. That's half the battle. You know, yeah. you got the product. Now you just got to go find the clients Tell the story. They will support you. You will find sustainability from sustainability. You will find scalability because the universe is with you now. You did all the work to 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 realign your energies and the universe yeah. has opened up for you. And I expect it to continue to evolve. And yeah. I, I look forward to to hearing from oh. you in the future and understanding it. So again, congratulations oh for being the winner of the See It, Believe It, Do It Challenge with the Do or Dire Foundation and the partnership oh. with the Five Ventures. And look, I really look forward to 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 hearing you. about your progress, and I appreciate you and and and, um, and proud you of for, you. Thank you for giving me the push that I needed. And let me tell you something: this has been a blessing, and I count my blessings every time I open my eyes. God bless you, your foundation, the people that are with you, because I know you keep all your people close. Um, I know that that's a key factor in uh, in scaling is having good people, like minded people in your corner. So um, I plan to take this opportunity and just keep on going. Like there, there's no limits. There's no limits to what I can do. So I thank look, you for thank you for believing in me. Appreciate mahalo. you. Appreciate hey, okay. mahalo to you. Appreciate you. Right. All right. Good luck. Absolutely incredible story. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled that I even am in a position to create uh, the Do or Dire Visionary Foundation, and I'm just so like thankful that carol won I, you know i i knew it would impact her life in a major way but but just hearing her story firsthand and really understanding that that this is you know this ten thousand dollars that she won is really going to change her life and give her a real shot at building this business um you know like 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 i've said throughout the show that she really understands and has the capability of realizing so um very humble, very, very, very grateful, grateful for Defy as a, as a partnership here and and that I'm in a position to even create such a thing and, and, and to help people. You know, it's it's a, something that we're really proud about here at the Deer Dick Machine. And, and again, if you want to support that, you can go to DeerDickMachine.com and, and you can donate to our foundation, which, which supports the underrepresented uh, entrepreneurs of the world and, um, you know, any anything. You know, wherever you listen to our show, like, subscribe it. You know, you want to be on the show at DeerDickMachine.com. You want to be a machinist, be one of our consumer collaborators. Join this world uh, of doer dyers. And, and, and look, you know what it is. Just like Carol, uh, you got to fight to create that look forward and create a better future for yourself. You got to get tactical and, and create 
a pathway that you believe in, then man, you got to be resilient. You got to have grit and you got to push through to realize it. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it.